Ah, yes, let's get it. Hello, hello, listeners or oh, chill members. Well, happy November 17th. And, and thank you for listening to all the Ebo interviews. And here's the last one with the president. Oh, yes, we reached the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And on Founders Day, no less. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? My name is Donovan Bailey. I'm a senior political science major, psychology minor on the pre-law track from Prairieville, Louisiana, and I also proudly serve as your AUC chill president. Wow. So I was going to say, tell us who you are, but you already know. You already know. You already know. So, so, but let me tell you who I am. I am Jate Coleman, senior psychology major, and I've been the voice, the interviewer of the past couple episodes, and Mm -hmm. I was no one... Not no one. I haven't really been introducing myself. <laughs> of course, we need to know who you are as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? People need to know how this whole thing got started. Mm-hmm. And so, we we can get to the behind the scenes of the podcast or how you, how you came up with it. Oh, yeah, because you know yeah. what I'm saying? This ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to build something here. You know, it always takes a little, a little extra. So, you're not a psychology major. Nope. I I'm just not. peeped that. <laughs> <laughs> you just peeped game? <laughs> yeah, so... How did you become a mental health advocate? Okay, so uh, in reference to me not being a psychology major, if I could go back and redo the entire Morehouse experience, Mm -hmm. I would most definitely be a psychology major, just because that's what I'm interested in, that's what I'm interested in learning about, Mm -hmm. and ultimately that's what led me to, you know, my uh, mental mental health advocacy journey. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say I've been interested in mental health seriously probably since i was in uh high school but i've always been a person you know that's a good listener or that people you know feel that they can trust with uh the situations and circumstances that they encounter in life mm-hmm. because i give you know good advice in terms of how people can navigate these things yeah so is that one of the reasons why you joined chill well yeah i'm gonna say i i definitely wanted to um make sure that all the students in the auc had a voice mm-hmm. but um i also wanted to be the person that like you know, when we do have resources like an affirmation event or something like that, I wanted to be the person to, you know, share that with people and kind of build those connections because that's what was done for me. You know, I joined Chill my freshman year because one of my RAs dropped the flyer in the group me and uh, told me personally, like, you know, I see that you're very into mental health and this may be an organization for you. Mm-hmm. And little did he know, you know, he was plugging me into something that I've grown very passionate about, mm-hmm. you know, throughout my matriculation in Morehouse. So I, of course, just want to pay that forward. A life-changing experience. Exactly. Because <laughs> like you one never little knew. Thing. Yeah. That's all it takes for real. Mm-hmm. Like, life is really crazy like that. It takes one little moment, you know, one little conversation to really change people's entire perspectives or, you know, take them from one level where they are right now to exactly where they want to be, mm-hmm. you know. So throughout my experiences at Morehouse, I've definitely had to understand, you know, the value of building those relationships that are going to last mm-hmm. because you don't recognize the difference that someone is going to make in your life until you let them, you yeah. know. So, this is it's weird because he introduced you to Chill, mm-hmm. and four years later, you're the Chill president. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Come a long way. So, it's like, what made you want to become president? Um, overall, it was my, like, passion for leadership and mm-hmm. my desire to take Chill, you know, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Chill has had some wonderful, wonderful presidents in the past. You know, shout out Ari, shout out David, shout out Austin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are people who have really acted as, like, 
you know, pillars for this organization. Mm -hmm. They've all brought a different perspective into, you know, how they think the organization should run or, you know, what we can do in terms of uh, establishing that platform or really like taking things to the next level. But I knew for myself, you know, ever since I joined Chill freshman year, I was always someone that came up with a lot of ideas mm -hmm. or I was thinking about, you know, how we can elevate, you know, to a certain extent. So I knew that I wanted to be Chill president mm -hmm. in my first general body meeting, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seeing what the president does, how they handle themselves, and what this organization represents. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be like at the helm of that. Yeah, because like presidents, the past presidents, I, I've been since, since freshman year too, mm -hmm. and those presidents were like mentors to me as well. Right. And so how do you feel like, do you feel like you, how, how would you, how would how you say this politely? Like how would how would I become like a mentor? Yeah, or like how, how I help other how, people. What, what's your mentor like? Yeah. Basically. Right. So um, I'm not at all new to being a mentor. Mm -hmm. uh, just this past semester, I was an RA in the one and only Huber House. I've also been uh, a member of Barry Academy, where we go to Dunbar Elementary School and help mentor fourth and fifth grade students. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've always put myself in positions where I'm trying to make the road easier for the person coming behind me. Mm -hmm. So in terms of uh, being a mentor in my capacity as the president, I believe that my job is to like bring in people and help uh, develop or stoke that same level of passion that I had. Like, mm -hmm. I think something that just comes along with getting older is like seeing a lot of yourself in people mm -hmm. and, you know, recognizing the difference that would be made if you had you in your life, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to be that for a lot of the people that just joined, especially the underclassmen who may not really have a sense of direction as to where they want to go with their lives. Everybody has mental health. Mm -hmm. So I want to show people like there, there are genuinely things that you can do to help your community, to help your loved ones, et cetera, et cetera, because you have more power than you recognize. So what's, so what would make you different from the past mentors from, for this year? You said like the past presidents? Yeah, past presidents. Okay, so um, I would say from my perspective, uh, something that I've really held on to even since my time as the vice president mm -hmm. is trying to increase transparency and visibility. I think one of the biggest overall issues with Chill mm -hmm. is that people don't know who we are. You know, so now I want to have all of these uh, opportunities where we can be, you know, in front of people, where we can say, hey, we're here with Chill trying to make a difference to you because we would have uh, outside events or conversations or discussion panels or things like that in Chill's past, but it was difficult to get that level of like one-on-one -on -one interaction or uh, develop that trust with all of the freshman class or all of the sophomore class, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now I want to make a difference in the sense that, you know, we need to go through and do like house walkthroughs mm -hmm. in, uh, in all the freshman houses so that people know like who Chill members are and I want to um, be the president that finally, finally gets us some t-shirts. <laughs> I've been waiting on t-shirts for so long. Yeah. Like, that, that was a whole little story arc, yeah. I promise. But yeah, I definitely want to make sure that I get, you know, more eyes on chill. That is only helped by the fact that I'm the chaplain of the side chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I believe that I can bring, um, you know, an extra platform, an extra uh, visual, like mm -hmm. I said, to chill. To a new audience as well. Of course. Okay. So, like, so when you said Founders Day, mm. that's what, is that's the Founders talking about? Yes, of yeah. course. <laughs> I was gonna say, Mega like, Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated was mm. founded November 17, 1911. 
-hmm. And in celebration of that, I definitely wanted to make sure that uh, this episode goes out to the people and that they know, you know, they have a strong leader that they can rely on. On Founders Day, yeah. couldn't do it better. So that's a good topic to your topic of today, mm -hmm. like new beginnings. Right. So like, how do you, as a mentor, like, like for college students, you got a new beginning, leaving away from sickness. Mm -hmm. People who are, don't know what to do now because they don't know their goals in the future. Right. They don't even know what they want to do in the next 10 days. Mm -hmm. So what do, what's, your, like, what's your experience with new beginnings? Um, I think I've experienced a lot of new beginnings in my uh, matriculation at uh, Morehouse College. Like I said, I'm from Prairieville, Louisiana, mm -hmm. which is about eight hours away from where we are right now. And this is uh, coming from someone who's the only child of a single mother. We've never moved anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like I was used to being firmly planted, you know, at my house. But I had to find, you know, a new beginning in terms of moving here to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately what led me, like I said, with my RA, uh, telling me about Chill and all the other organizations that I'm a part of. I've had to have a lot of uh, new beginnings in the sense that all of these things are new to me. Mm -hmm. Like you said, um, there are some people, myself included, who didn't really know what the next 10 days were going to look like for them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, ultimately, throughout my matriculation in college, I've had to uh, definitely develop that level of discipline mm -hmm. and um, certainly a level of passion behind all the things that I do just to make sure that things get done, you know, in the right way. So uh, I would say being here at Morehouse was a new beginning, uh, being an RA was a new beginning. Certainly pledging a fraternity is a new beginning, you know, it changes my perspective for the rest of my life. So it always feels like I'm kind of uh, starting over in the sense that, you know, you're going to lose some people along the way. And that's something that I've had to uh, accept, you know, since being here. Like you remember way back at that first crown form, it was like, look to your left, look to your right. One of those brothers is not going to be there, like, that's dead ass. Like, it's crazy. Like, you will um, ultimately lose people, whether that be because of financial reasons or, you know, you have, like, a personal dispute with somebody and they don't really, like, look at your relationship in the same way. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be an opportunity to kind of start fresh with people. Mm -hmm. So I think in every new space that I enter and in every, uh, you know, opportunity that I have to interface with people, I am trying to be a new person, mm -hmm. essentially, but still be consistent with who I am. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I, I want to have, like, a clean slate with everybody. So what was some, from your experience, mm -hmm. what's something you would tell somebody who wants to get out the bubble and try something new? You said start something new? Yeah. Uh, literally just do it. Like, <laughs> because um, something else that I've done in terms of a new beginning since being in college, you know this already because you, you support the value, you support the brand. But for those that don't know, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cruelsunlive because that's something that I've had to, you know, start for myself since being in college and as a result of the pandemic. So um, originally, second semester, sophomore year, leading into first semester of junior year, um, we were all at home. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to think about, like, how can I have this impact on people? You know, that's the whole reason I wanted to be an RA. I was still an RA virtually at that time, mm -hmm. but I couldn't really reach people how I wanted to. So I tried to think, like, again, how can I have that level of impact? And how can I really, like, 
uh, create a space where people feel comfortable. And that's where my Twitch stream came from. You know what I'm saying? Because I was going to be playing the games regardless. <laughs> I love video games. But I wanted to, you know, invite people along that journey and really like build a community behind that so that people could feel like, you know, even though I'm in Zoom calls all day, you know, even though I can't see my friends or my family in the way that I want to, I can make new friends in this online community that I have like almost 24 hour access to, you know? Because mm -hmm. even if you're not going to talk to me all the time, like, I have a Discord. You could talk to other people in the Discord and really get connected. So uh, community building is something that's become, you know, very big for me. But um, on the on my Twitch stream, you know, that that's where I really like started that up. You know. So have you okay? Have you ever felt lost when you try to start something new? Oh, many times. Yes. Like there, I don't really feel as though. I have a sense of direction mm -hmm. until I'm already walking in a direction, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that I've encountered in life, I've had to, uh, you know, do one day at a time or one step at a time. And I feel like more often than not, the more that I try and plan things out, the more life is going to work against me, you know, mm -hmm. to yeah. that extent. So it's like, I want everything to go this way, this way, and this way. And I want, you know, these people to react to it and take to it. And then, you know, life throws me a curveball, and I just got to work with what I got, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, feeling lost is something that's been very common, but I think, you know, as long as I've continued to keep my strong faith in God and understand that he's, you know, leading me down the right path and he's not going to give me anything I can't handle, you know, that's, that's definitely kept me afloat. So what's the affirmation? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, what's the affirmation is like, one like a couple of days ago when we did it, mm -hmm. yeah, it made me think of um, the brick by brick, like one brick, do one brick at a time, right? Until when, you build a wall. Exactly. People, people, yeah. when they want to, you know, build up a whole wall, they don't just drop it. You know, yeah. it starts with I'm going to lay this one brick so perfectly and so precisely that can't nobody knock it over. Mm -hmm. And you know, even if that's all you do in a day, just lay that one brick you have to lay that brick better than anybody else possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then if you come back with that same attitude, you know, day after day, building upon what you've already created or what you've already, you know, worked towards, eventually you are going to have a wall mm -hmm. because you have created something solid and something sturdy that's going to still be there, you know, when you return to it. So that's how I feel, you know, about my faith. That's how I feel about the organizations that I'm a part of. I have put in work to get here. Mm -hmm. You know, I always talk about uh, progress over process. People always want to think, you know, again, myself included, mm -hmm. people always want to think no matter what I'm doing, I'm still not doing enough mm -hmm. or I'm still not reaching enough people. But um, part of affirming yourself and truly being confident in what you're doing is saying like, no matter what I do today, I was already born enough. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter uh, what I get done today, it's going to get done regardless so now I'm kind of uh, trying to put myself in that position in life where it's like I'm laying bricks that I can be happy with mm -hmm. and then it's eventually going to build up a whole wall worth of work yeah build a each brick by brick then build a house yep there you go yep and so it's like dang that's about time oh really <laughs> yeah so okay. it's like so thank you for being here well, you thank you know. for your advice mm -hmm. and thank you for Become, thank you for this new arrow chill. Thank you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel as though God put me in this time and space for a reason, mm -hmm. definitely above anything else. So it would be wrong of me to waste this opportunity. There are so many things that we're trying to build and you know, as a member of chill and now as the president of chill, my biggest goal at Morehouse as a whole 
has been to build things that are going to, you know, outlive my time here. Mm -hmm. So that's what this podcast is. That's what, you know, the, the TikTok series that we're going to make is. That's the reason why we're uh, bringing in, you know, freshmen and sophomores who've never really had that opportunity. But I want to, you know, be the person that puts these institutions, puts these relationships, all that type of stuff in place such that it's still going to be here when I send my kids here. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because it's not about me anymore. I've enjoyed my time in chill, you know, thoroughly. And it's what led me to this point, how much I've enjoyed myself. So now it's like I want somebody else to have that experience. Mm -hmm. I want a freshman in Hubert to see the flyer for chill and be like, what is this? And then he becomes the next president. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want to create that same spark, that same fire that was had in me. Yeah, are we really at the age where we got to worry about our legacies? No, and that, <laughs> that's a conversation that I've had very recently as well in terms of like, uh, it's a conversation I've had with myself mm -hmm. in terms of what is a legacy like? How is it that we can live in such a way where it inspires other people to be better? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, the purpose of me making mistakes and, you know, me having regrets throughout my life is to prevent other people from being in those same circumstances. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, of course I want to have a legacy is, you know, the greatest president that Chill has ever had. And I want to, um, you know, bring all of this light and all of this attention to the organizations that I'm a part of because I know that they're here to help people. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, this is something I tell people all the time as well. So listeners, <laughs> listen up. You are the only you that will ever exist. And I mean that. Mm -hmm. That's something I have to tell myself all the time. You know, they may have like seven, eight billion people on this earth right now, but there will literally never be another you. Mm -hmm. Another person who's from where you're from, who has the parents that you do, who has the upbringing that you did, you know, likes the same type of music, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're going to live life with that mindset, that encourages you to live it to the full, to the fullest because you will never have another opportunity to do it again. And I know that's a little, you know, scary to think about at 20, 21 years old, like, wow, I have to, you know, live up to all of these standards because there's, it's not gonna be, you know, an extra life. Mm -hmm. But really, that just encourages you again to, to live life to the fullest. Do things for yourself, you know, build things that are gonna help other people, but, you know, ultimately, it's just like, live for yourself. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a different episode. I don't care. We can run it back. Okay. I'm always down for the podcast. But I will. You know what I'm saying? We could, we could close out. So for anybody watching, listening, whatever, right now, if you've enjoyed, you know, my, my sultry voice or any of the things that I've had to say, you can continue to stay in touch with me on Instagram at C-R-U-E-1-1-S-U-N. So that's Cruel Sun. But the L is an 11, of course, you know, heaven's an 11, yada, yada. You can also uh, stay in contact with us uh, at chill at AUC chill on Instagram and at chill AUC on Twitter. Um, also, like I said earlier, if you do choose to follow the sun, you want to learn more about, you know, why I created my Twitch channel and, you know, what I'm doing with it right now. You can always follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cruelsunlive. That's C-R-U-E-L-S-U-N-L-I-V-E. <laughs> Boom. That's all my tags, all my handles. You got them. <laughs> all right. Bye, listeners. All right. Love y'all. Peace and blessings.